Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to That Movie List podcast. I am your host, Ben, and joining me is a man called Dave. How are you, Dave? I'm good, thank you. Just taking myself off mute. I was going to say you all just could awkwardly leave me with a pause. Brilliant. Fantastic. That was a great start there. Um, we are here today. We're bringing you a fantastic list. We're discussing actors who are typecast, but have that one role against type. So, Dave, how was this list to put together? Uh, it was it was perfectly achievable. Um, it's it's one of those things when you, you start thinking about it and you think, oh, this would be easy, and then it takes a little while to get going. But once you get going, it's not so bad. I found you there was it? lots of... I found there was lots of... Um, options lots of people that i could have chosen it was just deciding who was the it was the best role wasn't it or the best couple of roles how many do you reckon we've got that are the same two do you think we've repeated what we did last time and the same number one we've got the same number one which is what i was trying to say (laughs) yes i think we've probably got the same number one I what think we you? did. I think we did until about half an hour before the podcast when I remembered someone else. Ooh. Because I thought there was a legitimate justify. Oh, yeah, this is number one. And then I threw another one in. I think we've got two as well. Interesting. Okay. What I think is going to be really weird about what's going to be weird is the wrong word. What I think is going to be really different about this list and a bit interesting is whether we've got the same roles for the same typecast actors so like i think we might have the same actors but we've picked different roles that have stopped them being typecast if you get what i mean interesting okay that'd be novel because that sort of defeats the point of the list doesn't it because it means that if we <laughs> if we've picked different films that prove they're not typecast it it somewhat suggests they're not typecast uh we'll see as the list goes on I don't agree with that. I will see how this goes on. We'll see. We'll see exactly what you'll find out exactly what I mean as it carries. So, right. You went first last time. I did. He says confidently. Yeah. All right. Let's go for it. Then. Um, my number five is a bit of a weird one. Straight away. <laughs> my number five is a bit of a weird one because it it's an actor who has kind of made himself typecast again. So he was kind of typecast before, has changed his roles, and now made himself typecast again, if that gets to it, if you get what I mean. Okay, go on. By changing the roles he's in. So he picked a role that was against type. This guy was known as being a dramatic actor, a serious actor, um, had starred in some absolutely incredible films, Oscar-winning movies, and mm. then decided as he became of a certain age that he was going to be an action star and I've gone for Liam Neeson in Taken. Nice. Okay. Good shout. Yeah, cuz that was the that was the beginning of him becoming entirely typecast in the same role. Exactly. It's yeah. really weird. And I, I don't know, maybe it's a bit harsh to call him typecast beforehand, but Liam Neeson had a type of role. He <laughs> had it he had, you know, he was doing Schindler's List. He was um doing, you know, these big epic sweeping movies like rob roy and things like that he wasn't doing this kind love of action uh, yeah love actually was in there as well yeah exactly you'd, you'd see him for a certain type of role though you wouldn't think this guy's going to beat up loads of people looking for his daughter this guy's going to no. make me terrified on the end of a phone where now that's the only role he seems to play in fact you know if you he goes back to drama you. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <laughs> court case pending and uh yeah so I've gone, yeah, Liam Neeson in Taken. And to be fair, I mean, that role completely changed his career and completely changed how people felt about him as an actor. Mm. And I think he probably made more money now than he ever did in all the years leading up to 
to that film. Definitely, yeah. Well, it's it's made him it's made him a list. I think certainly certainly when Taken came out and he became a meme. I think I think he's that elevated him from what he was before, where he was a solid actor, and now he's uh, yeah now now he's a grade action star. Or he certainly was maybe ten years ago. I think he enjoys doing them. I think he probably enjoys the money. Because he looks, doesn't he just look tired all the time now? He just look like he cannot be bothered, Liam Neeson. Just like, oh, just churning all these bad boys out and make sure my kids are better eating Christmas. That's because he's such a good actor. He plays the reluctant hero, doesn't he? He's a bit of a modern day John McClane type character where he's, I I, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to have to because I need to save my child, wife, Pet. See, I don't know. I'm, you're right. Liam Neeson is reluctant hero, definitely. He's like wrong guy, you know, right guy in the wrong place. I'll go with mm. that. But Bruce Willis played John McClane as like a, all right, I'm going for it. You know, there's no one else. It's got to be me. You know, it's it was like exasperated. Where Liam Neeson looks like he's just been told he's got to get out of his favorite chair to go get some out out, out of the kitchen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, when yeah. you go get that thing and you're like, oh, I've just, but it's the second half of the, <sighs> and that's how he looks playing every role now. Like, it's just yeah. like, like he's just been, <laughs> like he's bothered. Like someone's bothering. <laughs> just like, oh God, yeah, yeah. Just, and beyond this, come on. So yeah, that's tired Liam Neeson. I still like that. I still like tired Liam Neeson. I'll take that. Yeah. What's your number five, Dave? So my number five, I picked one example of this, um, and it's something that I think it's a, a type of breaking typecast that's come about particularly in the last 20 years or so, I'd say. And as I say, this is just one example of many that I could have picked. And I've gone for Rebecca Ferguson in The Greatest Showman. Okay. On the basis that who knew she could sing? There's absolutely something in that as a as a list of oh yeah we could go I mean that is actually a list in itself so I don't it know is. how far we go with this to be fair but it is yeah I mean that's a it, great it, just in that film there's a raft of people that, who knew they could sing and then and you you go through all of the other musical films that you go through Mamma Mia you go through They Mears you go through uh, like the High School Musicals and things like that that turned in turned these actors that were singers that were disney stars that were whatever into yeah and people that you just, just didn't expect to be able to crack out yeah. such a good song so yeah, absolutely i mean i like i like it when you've forgotten as well so i remember from greatest yeah. showman and um no it's great it's great it's great showman is the specific example is when zach efron starts doing his dancing and his singing and you mm. go oh he's got some oh, he's pretty good at this and then you remember well, this is where he started. He's mm. done well to move himself away from that kind of role. So when yeah. he goes back, it's a surprise. And it's the yeah. same with someone like Channing Tatum, where he, where he does some... I hope Channing Tatum's not later on in your list. Uh, no, he's not, no. Good. Same with Channing Tatum, where he does some dancing and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he's pretty good with his fit. But you go, that's where he started. They've done well he's to kind of go through a different route. Yeah. I, I meant he started in Step Up, but I mean, you might know something more about his, <laughs> uh, about his career than I do. So, better play. <laughs> Um, I like that. That's a list. That list of yeah. actors that you're surprised they can sing. Yeah. Coming yeah. soon on that movie list podcast. Oh, I I can barely write my list. Contain my excitement. Good. So yeah, uh, Rebecca Ferguson for me. Right. And I think it, again, I I don't I only knew her from the Mission Impossible films really. So to see her pop up and belt out a couple of songs was quite interesting. She's someone that's just kind of appeared on the radar recently, hasn't she? Mm. So she's someone yeah. that all of a sudden it was like, oh, it's Rebecca Ferguson's all right. And then she's everywhere. She's yeah. in loads and loads of different movies, doing loads of roles. Her agent just seemed to, you know, find the right phone numbers all of a sudden. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I still struggle with it because I still get mixed up with an old X Factor contestant, stupidly enough, from uh, back in the day. No, you don't. No, I you do. don't. I would... You know, there's I would no pick way the X Factor acting with Rebecca Ferguson and go, oh, it must be the last of X Factor. Well, no, now I know there's an actress. 
Unbelievable. There you go. So yeah, who's your number four, Ben? Anyway, let's take me away from this embarrassing. Game. I think my number four is one you've got. So I won't be surprised if you say we've got to speak about this later. Okay. My number four is Jim Carrey. Nope, I don't have him. Really? Nope. So he's an example where he's done a few films now that are against his initial typecast. But, yeah. But he still, it's Jim Carrey's that, that thing, and we've talked about this before with Jim Carrey. In fact, I think he made our typecast actors lists um, of the idea of you just want to see a Jim Carrey movie. You want to see him be Ace Ventura. You want to see him do The Mask. Yeah. And the film I've picked, and there were a few I could have, but the film I think is the ultimate one, is The Truman Show. Because I think with okay. The Truman Show, there's a moment where you're watching The Truman Show and you want it to be, you think, oh, this will be hilarious. The idea of a guy who doesn't realize he's on TV, this will be really funny. And you watch it and go, it's not funny, but mm. it's brilliant. Like The way they've done it is fantastic. And Jim Carrey is a great actor. That's what you realize. And... He's gone on to do like Man in the Moon and um, Eternal Sunshine, which are some of the other ones that I thought I might I might pick those ones. But for me, the first role that you know stopped a typecast actor was was Jim was was Truman Show for him. <laughs> I and, thought you were going to say Cable Guy. That's the one that Cable, jumped to my mind. Yeah, that's true. I think Cable Guy. He's still being wacky, Jim Carrey. It's just he's. He's not playing it for laughs. He's playing. It's a dark comedy, isn't it? Mm. So it is. It's comedy still. He's still being wacky. Where Truman Show, he's playing it completely straight. He's normal True. bloke. I don't know if he played. There is a random film. It's all right. That might have come before the Truman Show called The Majestic. I bet you've never heard of it. Nope. Which is about a bloke who gets. Jim Carrey plays a bloke who gets amnesia and wakes up. I think outside of a cinema called The Majestic and decides he's going to run the cinema. Oh, it's, it's as great as it sounds. It sounds uh, good, yes. Yeah, he plays he plays it pretty straight in that as well. But the Truman Show is the one that proper launched him as a I could be a serious actor. So, but then no, there's Doctor Robotnik. But that's it. But that's <laughs> the thing where you go, yeah, you know, Jim Carrey's gonna be Doctor Robotnik. Then it'll be brilliant then because Jim Carrey's great at that kind of role. Give you the know. people what they want. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what the people want. You know, so he's. A, I don't know if you'd argue Jim Carrey's still typecast, but I bet I know which money's, which movies make more money. Yeah, too right. Too right. That's a good shout, though. All right, Jim Carrey. You're number four, David. My number four is a legendary actor. Uh, it's somebody that is into the twilight of their career. And in this role, he switched to... Comedic dirty old man. I've gone for Morgan Freeman in Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. This is all you. <laughs> I've not seen Morgan Freeman in Las Vegas. Um, yeah. When did you watch Morgan Freeman in Las Vegas? I must, I've must. i seen it a few times. It's one of those films that always comes up on Channel 4 or whatever. Just on a random Friday night. You just find yourself sitting there and watching. Um. You are the you are the only man who's seen Las Vegas more than once. Well, even oh, Morgan Freeman so. hasn't seen Las Vegas more than once. I hope so. Um, it's not a good mo- it's not a good movie, but again, it kind of kind of similar to my number five pick, where it was a type of actor playing against type. Morgan Freeman represents that veteran actor group that have recreated themselves in comedic roles in their later careers. Um, yeah, and I think there's it, it's it's a different sort of role. You can see he's just doing it just for a bit of fun and to mess around, and that's there's something there's something in that. It's not a classic role. It's not a great film, but at the same time, it is very much against type of what he's done before. So have you have you got a Robert De Niro in your list? I don't. Robert De Niro okay. waiting because I thought that's. I thought that's what um, I thought that's where you were going because Robert De Niro did Dirty Grandpa or something, didn't he? Or, or he Bad did, Grandpa. Yeah. I can't remember which one. Which he did the one. And the, one was a Johnny Knoxville film, and he did the other one. So I can't remember if Johnny Knoxville did Bad Grandpa or Dirty Grandpa, but he did. Yeah, he did the other one. And it's that thing where you, it just looks like De Niro's gone. Ah, oh, this will be fun. Yeah, this will be. I'm, you know, 
I could do the Irishman with Scorsese, which is going to be epic and probably get me Oscar nominations. But in this one, I get to, you know, pretend to sleep with someone who's 25 years old and make loads of cock gags. And you're like, yeah, fair enough. Why not? (laughs) You're right. There's a group of actors and I've not got, I've not got any of these actors on my list, but there's a group of actors who absolutely get to a certain age. And it's like, do you want to do a bit of a, a, a raunchy comedy? And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, why not? You know, and I didn't pick De Niro because I think he's now sold himself out. I think he's gone beyond taking roles against type, and he's now um, he's, he's done he's done bread adverts and he's done the Kia adverts and things like that. So, I mean, it, once you go into advertising, it's similar to Kevin Bacon. I think you end up you you take yourself out of that movie movie actor role and you put yourself in the I'm just a man for hire or an actor for hire. It's when you, it's, it's when you've destroyed, you destroy your great roles by doing it. That's yeah. what winds me up. And I mean, there might even be a list in that in itself. Cause I know the one that always comes to mind for me is, um, is it Desmond Wolf or Winston Wolf? Or I was talking about Winston, Winston mm. Wolf in the, um, direct line adverts from Pulp Fiction. And you yeah. just go, come on, come on. Like, you know, have, Harvey Keitel you're like this this guy this one of the greatest characters on screen one of the most brilliantly yeah. written characters he's perfect and now you've made him doing car insurance you know there's, 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 there's there is a list there isn't there of who's undermined undermined their legacy absolutely uh, you know we're creating lists on, on the podcast I like this this editorials is, this is online yeah why not um but you're right De Niro's completely sold up that image you know, and he's did, he did like I've never seen it, but he did. He was the bad guy in the Rocky and Bullwinkle films and things like that. Right. Because there was because he did comedy really well. I know we're talking about De Niro, and he's not even on our list, but I just want to add this point. So he did comedy really well with like analyze that and analyze this and meet the fuckers and meet the parents. But it was like he got two people like oh comedy sells. I'm going to do more comedy. And you're like no, nah, you you're funny when you're playing De Niro against a funny person. Yeah not when you're trying to be funny so but there's definitely roles of those elder people yeah elder people (laughs) none of them are listening they can't download podcasts wow (laughs) right who's who's your number three you can complain at uh at icon dii um (laughs) right my number three i think he might be on your list as well okay my number three started making fantastic movies, like amazing films that I loved. Then he became a parody of himself. And every now and again, he released a movie that demonstrates he's actually a fantastic actor. He's better known for his comedy. He's better known for doing really wacky, ridiculous, stupid roles. But every now and again. Sean William Scott. Who? Not Sean, Sean William Scott. There's a blast from the past. <laughs> Sean William Scott wishes he was this guy. Um, number three. Is it Jason Biggs? It's not Jason Biggs. Are you, all right, then. Now name me a third. Comedy comes best in three. I want you to name me a third cast member from that series. Alison Hannigan? Doesn't count. Had to be well, a not? Because she was successful. She went on and had an actual <laughs> career afterwards. You just said name a third actor. And I've done that, so. You ruined, you ruined your own joke yeah. to try and, yeah. and one-up me. That's, that's <laughs> My number three, Dave. Go Adam for it. Sandler. Ah, okay. Good shout. Not in my list. So the film I've picked is Uncut Gems, which is a really recent film. Um, and one that people, a lot of people thought he was going to get an Oscar nomination for. Mm. I haven't seen a Adam Sandler film in forever. Um, because Like a proper Adam Sandler a film. A new one. A traditional, you know, Grown Ups 2 or um, Pixels or anything like that. Because I just... Mm. I just can't watch him because he's wacky and he's goofy and he's just not funny. He's the epitome of phoning it in, which is infuriating because Happy Gilmore, um, Big Daddy, The Waterboy, uh, Wedding Singer, they're amazing movies. Like he started yeah. his career brilliantly and now Click. he produces rubbish, really. And Uncut Gems is completely different. He plays a slimy um jewel jewelry dealer who believes he's got the one great 
jewel that's going to get make him for make him a fortune and it's not funny it's not a comedy it's a drama but he's absolutely amazing in it and um he puts in this great performance and there's other roles like um punch drunk love and um rain over me which are like where he decides he's going to do dramatic and he's going to do drama and this is very much like that and it just works so when Adam Sandler decides he's going to be a serious actor it's actually quite good yeah no that's fair I like Adam Sandler I, I don't mind that his style of just ringing it in I I don't mind that I don't even let's say things like click and things like that it's they're they're fine they're perfectly watchable bubblegum for the eyes oh I love that phrase bubblegum for the eyes they are <laughs> but it, it upsets me because he used to be funny Mm. like big like big daddy billy madison they're great yeah. films they're really funny movies where he's playing brilliantly and now he's almost gone he's become a caricature of his himself how typecast he is yeah. and he almost made my top five typecast actors when we did that list like two episodes ago but you know these kind of films show that he's actually a really good actor so yeah, yeah. Something... yeah nice right, right my number three yeah yes my number three is somebody that we used to mention a lot on this podcast and or on whatever this podcast was before it was what it is now. And it's someone we haven't mentioned for a little while. I've gone for okay. Denzel. Have you? Denzel in uh, okay. training day. Yeah. Because he plays, he usually plays the hero. And a pretty much a, a good guy, generally. And in training day, he's just not. And seeing him sort of doing the drugs, cheating on his wife, the corruption, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bit jarring watching, watching good old Uncle Denzel doing, doing that. He is, he is like that reliable sort of, actor that you trust with any role and yeah i think that, that was a that was a good good role against type for him and a great film yeah oh it's, it's an amazing film he he was he was in contention for my list he was mm. and i just i wasn't i didn't know if it was against type enough but you are right he's the bad guy denzel doesn't play the bad guy and he's no. absolutely the bad guy in that film yeah there's a bit of a difference in that because you don't really realize he's the bad guy until about halfway through when you realize now this guy is, he's not an anti-hero. He's not a guy you should like. This guy is out and out the villain here. He's doing some pretty awful things. He's absolutely corrupt, but yeah. he's amazing in it. Yeah. And the other thing about it, I don't think he's ever played a role like that again. No, I don't think he has. I think he's done pretty, again, good guy roles throughout. He's, he's, the, he's the, the hero, the guy you're rooting for throughout. And yeah, it's interesting. I, I couldn't think of another example of him playing this sort of role. No. Good. Maybe he should have been higher in my list. But no. Okay, so there's my number three. So who's your number two, Ben? Boxing fans. You don't want dull stats. You don't want so-called experts. You want a boxing podcast by fans for the fans. You want From the Canvas, a boxing podcast you'd make with your boxing mates but don't have to because we have From the Canvas. Download or stream wherever you get your podcasts. So my number two, I think, is your number one. Okay. My number two is Bruce Willis. No, Bruce Willis is my honourable mention. Really? I'm very, I'm very surprised you've got Bruce Willis in over the hedge on your list, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased to see it. I went to the cinema to see Over the Hedge. <laughs> I might have gone to the cinema to see Over the Hedge with Podcast Joe, I think. Is this before both the court orders? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move in swiftly on. Um, so we definitely went to we definitely went to see Hunting Season, which is a really awful movie, and that's an uh -huh. animated film as well. I think it was a time when we just decided we we're going to go to the cinema like every week, 
but we, we decided to pick a month when it was for terrible movies and there was like nothing so i think it was when you go to view cinema for a fiver as a student and yeah, yeah or three quid and actually i think back then um sorry yeah the list bruce willis in the oh, sixth sense. oh right okay six cents i've not sense. heard of that one no, no. um <laughs> This wasn't, I, for me, This I, I bet the people out there say this, this was not the first time that Bruce Willis didn't do action. Mm. It won't have been. I know when I, was, when I was doing a little bit of research on this anyway to see if there was anyone I'd missed, a lot of people put Death Becomes Her. But yeah. Bruce, that's a bit of a comedy, and Bruce is quite good at comedy. This is as straight as you get, The Sixth Sense. Mm. If you take the twist out of it, it's a film about a child psychologist trying to help a kid who sees dead people. And... Yep. You know, it's he plays it so well, and he's brilliant yeah. in it. And it was a massive um, indication of, oh, Bruce Willis is a really good actor. He's not just a wisecracking cop. He's not just a guy who, when stuff blows up, he says something really cool afterwards. He mm. can, you know, he can do a whole film for ninety minutes. Where he doesn't punch anyone in the face. It's pretty. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. I think Bruce, he's done, he's done enough. He's done quite a few varied roles, but he doesn't he doesn't go back to those roles very often. He always reverts to type. So yeah. occasionally he'll dip his feet in the the wider world. But yeah, I know what you mean. I think I, I think that's a good choice. Bruce is a good choice. He he seems to have because he's another one that seems to have settled now. Into mm. I'm only going to do one type of film, and that type of film is going to be cameos and straight to DVD action movies. <laughs> He's not even doing Die Hard anymore. Have you seen, I don't know, this is going to date the podcast, but have you seen the, um, did you see that like, a couple of weeks back there was a teaser advert for um, Die Hard is coming back or Die Hard Returns? Have you seen that? No, no, no. So there was a teaser advert for Die Hard Returns and it showed Bruce Willis. It was Bruce Willis in the middle of the street taking his jacket off in front of a, a line of people with guns. Mm. And there was like a, oh my God, a new Die Hard movie is coming. This is going to be brilliant. Oh my God, it's amazing. It turns out there is a range of batteries in America called Die Hard Batteries. <laughs> right? Brilliant. Bruce Willis plays John McClane in the new advert for Die Hard Batteries. Brilliant. The advert is incredible. The advert itself, it's only about two, it's about two and a half, three minutes long. It's a chunky advert. There's explosions. There is a cameo from someone from Die Hard 1 that you don't expect to see. There's a full-on, it's amazing. It is better than Die Hard 5. That whole <laughs> advert is better than Die Hard 5. I'm not kidding. And there is, he's actually John McClane in it. That's, that's the Brilliant. amazing thing. So he is playing John McClane. Bad guys are after him and he needs a battery so his car can start so he can get away. It's all, all it is. And he uses this battery to beat people up as he goes through. It's amazing. So if you're listening to this, go on YouTube, type Die Hard Batteries advert. It will come up. Find it. It's, it is brilliant. And like I said, um, there is a very random cameo in it, but it's a, it's a bit of fan service. It's a, it's a very clever cameo. So I'm definitely yeah, going back. Beautiful. I'm going to do that afterwards. That'd be good. Definitely do. It is, it's absolutely. But what it does make you think is there's... There might be room for a diad six here. There might be that there, there something to a diad six. That's kind of what you want from. But and who would sponsor it? Really good. good question. Right. Okay. Then your number. Your number two. I'm, I thought Bruce Willis was your number one. So I'm really baffled now. I don't know where your, yours is going. Your number two. Oh, I'm shocked that you're baffled. So I'm, I'm. I don't think we've got any then in this case. Any matches. So my number two is Willard Smith. Willard Smith the first. Willard Smith the first in okay. Pursuit of Happiness. Nice. So Very this nice. goes back to the era in Will Smith's career where he went action film. He started off doing the action films, action comedies, kind of, and then he decided, right, I want an Oscar and I'm going to do Fan service film, Oscar film. Fan service film, Oscar film. And he did Ali, which was yeah. somewhat of a deviation from his usual role, but it's still basically fighting and punching people. Um, whereas in Pursuit of Happiness, totally straight-laced, depressing film. And I know he's done things like Seven Pounds since, but 
this was the one where it was like, Will Smith isn't wisecracking. Why is Will Smith not wisecracking in this film? And it was, again, kind of like the Denzel one. It's, it's, a, it's a jolt seeing him playing just a regular average Joe, regular average guy. And um, yeah, I, I think this is a, this is a, a breakout role for him. It's definitely the one that cemented him as I can be a serious actor. Yeah, it's an amazing film. It is, and and he's he's he is great in it, and 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 the scenes and the, some of the, the stuff he has to do. There's like famous scenes keep popping back up on like Facebook and stuff as as little moments of like mm. the bit where he gets told this is spoilers for pursuit of happiness. So if you haven't seen it, I mean you ain't gonna watch it now. But um, where he gets where he gets told he's got the job at the end. Yeah. And to get that, that's a really emotional scene. He sells it ridiculously well. Yeah. Um, really randomly, because I was like, as a, as a teenager, I was a movie and Will Smith geek. So if Will Smith yeah. was in it, I'd watch it because I just thought it's coolest guy on the planet, brilliant. And there are a couple of really random films he did that were dramas before he made big in like Independence Day and stuff like that. That definitely, or around that time, that just people never saw. Have you okay. ever heard of a film called The Legend of Bagger Vance? Yes, but I don't know why. It's a film where Simon's a struggling golfer and this caddy called Bagger Vance, played by Will Smith, comes out one golfing season, appears like out of the trees and mm. helps Matt Damon and solves his, sorts his life out one, um, one summer. It's right. a random film, but it's it's one of those that's a Sunday afternoon, ridiculously watchable. You know, there's very little peril, if any peril, and it's just everything's very happy. Everything's very nicely, softly lit, and it's just this really random Will Smith movie where there's no action, no no sweat. You know, he doesn't say you know doesn't say damn whatsoever in that movie, and wow. again, it's like it's drama. It's really random. It's these kind of drama films that he he did beforehand. But it's definitely Pursuit of Happiness is the one, isn't it? Where it's like, mm. this is it. This is where he, he takes it on. But yeah. yeah. Just reminded me of Legend of Bag of Vance and what he thought out there. It's always no, it's... on Film 4 on an afternoon. If you find Legend of Bag of Vance on Film 4, definitely watch it. It's those random Matt Damon, Will Smith. Matt Damon and Will Smith in a film now, it would be huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fact, and there's a female lead in it. I'm sure the female lead is someone massive as well. You got me wondering now. So the slightly film to pad film to pad Charlize um, Theron Charlize oh, right. Theron is the <laughs> female lead in it. seriously so like Will Smith plays Bagger Vance Matt Damon plays Ranulph Jr and Charlize Theron is Adele Invergordon I mean that yeah. those three if they headlined a film today it would be huge yeah they so, wouldn't be able to afford to make that film anymore you wouldn't would you that's mental no. The year 2000, wow. that was. So if you've never seen, if you've never heard of it, go watch Legend of Bag of Vance. There you go. Film recommendations as well. Psycho Good choice. Right? Who'd have thunk it on a film podcast? Yeah. Right. What's your, who's your number one, Ben? I think we've got the same number one. Right. Okay. Go on then. My number one is usually known for broad comedy. Okay. Is your number one known for broad comedy? I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. No. All right, we don't have the same number one. My, num <laughs> my number one, I've actually picked two films for the same because he does, he's, I couldn't pick between them. He's amazing in both these films. And the only reason both of these films work and the only reason these roles work is because of who he is. It's where his typecast, the reason he's typecast makes these films work. The two films are Insomnia and One Hour Photo. Right, okay. So not Stephen Gutenberg. Okay. It's not Steve Gutenberg, no. And the person I picked is Robin Williams. Nice. So Robin Williams in one hour photo is the creepiest guy in the world. Yeah. It is terrifying. But it's only terrifying because you're like, why is the genie being a creep? Like, why is yeah. that guy doing that? And Insomnia, he's a child serial killer. You yeah. know, but it works because it's Robin Williams and and yeah. play completely straight. There is absolutely no humor whatsoever, and it's really weird watching him do it. But both roles are incredible; they're yeah. absolutely amazing. And you know, it only works because he's 
Robin Williams. He's lovable Robin Williams. You know, he's the guy to take him home and give him a cuddle. You know, but in those roles, he's he's creepy as hell. And they're amazing I don't know films. Insomnia. So, I don't know Insomnia. What's Insomnia about? I can guess um, what it's about, but <laughs> Insomnia is a Christopher Nolan movie um, where he's um, Robin Williams plays. I swear he's a child serial killer, and Al Pacino's <laughs> Al Pacino is the detective that's hunting him down, and okay. he's hunting him down in Iceland. I think it is during the period of time where there's no night so it's just pure right. daylight rob um al pacino's the guy with insomnia so he's trying to catch a killer on like no sleep and it's like his mind's all warped and weird while robin williams is like messing with his mind he knows he's messed up and he's like <laughs> saying pretty much saying al pacino you can't prove i've done anything you think i've done you're never going to catch me along those lines and it, like i said it's just the creepiest Robin Williams nice. is just so creepy in it, but and then Al, it's Al Pacino. You know, Robin Williams and Al Pacino in the same film, and it's not a broad comedy where they're both playing against type or whatever, or you know, yeah. that kind of thing. It works really, really well. So yeah, if you can, I mean, Insomnia is an amazing movie, but one hour photo as well. He's just so creepy. He's so weird in that film. Nice. So yeah, yeah. Oh, it, even just just the stills from that film make it look like yeah, he, yeah. He looks, he looks the sort. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it just, it just wouldn't work with anyone else. It only no. works because it's Robin Williams. Because he is yeah. who he is. So. Oh, nice. That wasn't where you go with that. I thought you were going to go with Steve Carell or someone like that. No, no. Steve Carell, but, but, you know, Steve Carell would have been an honourable mention. Absolutely mm. an honourable mention. Because he has, but he's, he feels like he's more of a serious actor now than he's a comedy one. Yeah, again, it's that career shift. He's he's gone from comedy actor to serious, but there would there must have been a trigger point for that. Yeah, but absolutely, yeah. must have. Yeah. Hey guys, this is WWE NXT superstar Dominic Dijakovic, and I want to give a shout out to the Wrestling Predict Cast. And this amazing podcast picks the winners of pay per view matches and sees how the uh, the outcomes turn out. I think it's an awesome podcast, and you should definitely tune in. Be sure to feast your ears on the wrestling predict cast. So I have no clue who your number one is, because I thought your number one was going to be either Bruce Willis or Robin Williams. Because for me, those two felt like they were the, they were the ones. They were the, they were the epitome of our list, but obviously not. Interesting. Well, I'm really surprised that this didn't make your list. So I've, <laughs> gone, for, I've gone for an actor from one of your favorite films. Oh, I know who you mean. Okay, yeah, I know who I know who I know who it is. But okay, okay, so I've gone for Heath Ledger. Yeah, as the Joker in uh, Dark Knight, and yeah, again, I think we don't need to go in, into the role. The role we everyone knows is great, great role, great casting. But the reason it was just the uproar, the initial uproar about Heath Ledger as Joker, and then. I remember, I distinctly remember through the, um, like, you just hear rumours that actually he's, he's pretty good. Like you'd, you'd hear it coming from the set, and people, and then by the time it came out, people were actually sort of genuinely excited to see him play the Joker. And, yeah, I think just from a turnaround perspective of nobody wants to see this actor play this character, to everyone's looking forward to it oscar nomination um yeah i i i'm very surprised he's not in your list why didn't he make your list um it was a weird one because it's i wasn't convinced that heath ledger was as typecast as he needed to be to make my list that was the thing okay i get i did not want to see heath ledger be the joker no, I did not, and I I was so annoyed when he was cast because I because I love Batman Begins. Everyone loved Batman Begins. It was amazing. It was like, oh, this is it. This is they've redone Batman. It's good. And yeah. then I remember, I remember vividly they announced it, and I was so annoyed about it that my then girl, my then girlfriend, not not my current wife, my then girlfriend, um, we got into a blazing row about it because she was essentially like, will you just let it go? 
Like you're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're being such a pedantic, annoying, you know, idiot about this thing that it's just it doesn't sound matter. Like you. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, does it? And I was there going, it does matter. It's, it's ruined everything that's ever happened in the world. Um, and you're absolutely right. It was, it was almost like it was against type, but mainly because it was just against anything. It's, it's, it's just, there was nothing like it out of the to blue, the point yeah. where it's, it's even, it's even ruined the Joker now. Like, you know, you can't have the Joker on. Well, no, no, I can't say that. Can you? Because Joaquin Phoenix has made the Joker incredible as well, to be fair. Yeah, so it hasn't, hasn't ruined the Joker, but at the same time, you can't see Joaquin Phoenix's Joker getting punched in the face by Batman. Can you? It's not, no. it, it, you've almost gone too far the other way. Hmm. Um, but, but Heath Ledger was known for heartthrob kind of films, Knight's Tale, yep. 10 Things I Hate About You. So I get that he was to a point typecast. Yeah. But I just, I, for me, all the other people in my list had a very, very clear, this is where their career is. This is the type of actor they are. Mm. And when I did, when I did look, there was a moment where I was like, nah, should, should Heath Ledger go in there? And for me, he just wasn't quite typecast enough. But at the same time, you're right. It's, it is completely against type, mainly because it's mm. just like nothing else. Yes. It's just like a role Absolutely. like no other. And it is, I mean, it's one of the great, it's, it's one of the, he's the greatest villain on screen. It's one of the greatest roles ever, you know, mm. it's, and for me, like you said, it is my favorite film of all time, The Dark Knight. I absolutely love it. And he's a big part of why that is. So, yeah. yeah. Well, wow, like two totally different lists. Interesting. That's bizarre, isn't it? Because I yeah. thought I would not have thought that was the case for this at all. That me and you would have completely different lists. No. But there's no there's no randomers. There's nothing in there where you look at it and go, well, that's not the case. I no, think they're all absolutely justifiable. So yep. fair play. Right. right. I think it might be quiz time, Dave. It certainly is. Which means it's time for a witty jingle. Do you want to hear it? No. Here's the here's the witty jingle anyway. Quiz. Right. What's your quiz, Dave? So my quiz. Uh, after after my last quiz of um, distinctly average uh, was yes. such a big hit where we uh, stole a quiz format from Rich Dosman's House of Games, which is the UK TV show. Um, yeah. I thought I'd copy that again. So I have stolen another one of his game ideas and uh, okay. applied it to our little podcast. We do so that for every quiz. It's I a good idea. We do every quiz we have, we've nicked from somewhere else. Well, that's because there's no good original ideas left. That's true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> so um, mine is, because the podcast is about actors who are playing against type, so the opposite of what they normally play, if I have to I'm guess gonna, that's his blood type. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm going to give you um, a, a, a phrase, small, some words, and they are the opposite, the anti-type of a film. So I want you to tell me what the film is from the opposite I'm going to give you. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, this is either going to be ridiculously doable or the hardest thing in the whole entire world. You're absolutely right. Brilliant. Okay, then. Have you got a witty name for it? So, um, the Dave's Wonderful Opposites quiz. I mean, you could have just said no. <laughs> so, um marketing degree uh, i'm gonna give you give you an easy one to uh to start you off all right so live soft oh if it's gonna be like that yeah die hard die hard there you oh, go okay it's not as okay. hard as i thought it's gonna be i thought you were gonna go like romance uh, oh no 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 like you were gonna give me loads of keywords and i'd be like i have no it could be like a thousand films okay if it's gonna be like that ah oh, okay. i'll nail this Ten get it all right i've got quite a few so domestic domesticated domesticated east domesticated east domesticated domesticated east oh 
Wild Wild West. Absolutely. <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Okay. I just thought I, I thought our connection had messed up. It's <laughs> <laughs> just repeating himself. You were just stuttering <laughs> over the same word. But okay, fair enough then. It is a difficult word to say. Uh, okay, number three. Worst introvert. I'm throwing in some, some more difficult ones in here Worst as well. introvert. Worst introvert. So literally the, the, the opposite would be best at extrovert. Oh, the greatest showman. There you go. Good man. A lot. Okay. Number four. Unlawfully ginger. <laughs> I'm not sure the second word is the opposite. <laughs> The phrase, the film, is legally blonde. Yep. Okay. And now. I'm not convinced Ginger's the opposite of blonde. (laughs) It's close enough. I'll go with different, but yeah, I like that. It's close enough. I like that. Okay, right. Um, Now, this one sounds like I'm describing you, but it's actually question number five. Slow and pleasant. Unbelievable. (laughs) Fast and furious. Absolutely. Well done. Uh, okay, bungalow. Number six, bungalow. High rise. Keep going. We keep going. There's a film called High Rise. Uh, no, I'm not, not. Oh, I didn't know that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, it's a film that I love and you. Skyscraper. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, fair enough. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, what should we go for now? Okay, little uh, interesting one here for uh, for you. Uh, Hot foot Joe. Hot foot Joe. Hot foot Joe. This is one for the uh, views from the Sofa Network fans. Hot foot Joe. <laughs> the opposite of course is cool hand luke absolutely <laughs> i'm not convinced they're the opposite of each other <laughs> well find out for yourself on the there. wrestling predict cast uh absolutely. okay absolutely. uh live the first night Live the first night. Mm-hmm. Die another day. There you go. Very good. Ooh. Very good. That was a tricky I'm one. That really was. enjoying this quiz. This is one of those where I'm going to be upset when you've got no more. <laughs> I've got five more. You're all right. Oh, keep okay, keep going. People are loving it. The starter. The starter. dessert <laughs> that's right that um, famous film pudding <laughs> i bet if i put it on imdb mate it'd be there i, bet I could find you a film called pudding um the starter starter the end close the closer closer that's what I said. Um, <laughs> end of days? No, the starter. So it's late 80s action oh. film. It's going to be one of those where everyone's shouting at their frigging um, podcast devices with the right answer. Yeah. The starter. The starter. Oh, oh, the Terminator. There you go, the Terminator. Very good. I don't know if I'm happy about the opposite of that, but okay, yeah. <laughs> Carry on then. Okay, well, if you weren't happy with that one. Uh, losing <laughs> losing Blue January. Losing Blue January. Winning, winning Red December. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got one of them, right? Brilliant. <laughs> losing, blue ja- losing Blue January. Losing Blue January. Um, 
it's losing. Winning. Is winning the right word? No, that one's tricky. <laughs> Gaining. No. So when you... Okay. I've lost something. The opposite of losing something is to... Find. Finding. Closely. Finding. Along the right lines. Oh, okay. Um, discovering. I'll give you this one. It's Sean Connery. Right. It's about a submarine. <laughs> right. There is so much wrong with this. Okay. <laughs> hunting. Hunting, I'll give you. All right. Hunting. Losing hunting. All right. I'll give you that. Red, definitely the opposite of blue. Yep. October is the opposite of January. Yeah. What? What? Which month would you say is more opposite of October than January? Anything in the summer. <laughs> August, June, July. But they were in the they were in the southern hemisphere, so January is the summer. Unbelievable, unbelievable. You and you know what? I don't entirely know you're wrong there either. So. <laughs> okay. Right. I've got three more. Oh wow! Well, so, I can hear them all. Are they as good as that last one? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I've made all of these up. It's difficult to tell. So, okay. Posh Street Cat Pauper. Posh Street Cat Pauper. Posh Street Cat Pauper. Posh Street Cat Pauper. Yes. Slumdog Millionaire. There you go. <laughs> I quite like that one. There you go. Very good. This is, I hope people are playing at home. This is actually really fun because I once you so. figure out one word, the rest clicks into place. You're like, oh, and there's a, there's a sense of achievement when you figured these out. <laughs> could you let me know as well? Could you let me know on um, at Views from Sofa if you got Hunting Red October? Please let me know. If you got Hunting <laughs> Red October, find, just search either Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at that, sorry, at that movie list podcast or at Views from the Sofa. I, both of them work. Just tell me if you got Hunting Red October because there's no way. There is no way. <laughs> Don't lie, but, you know, tell me. Okay. Yeah, and if you get it, then you're, you're on the same wavelength as me, which is boring for everyone. Okay, so last but one. Real-life person. Real-life person. Real-life person. Fake animal? Nope. Is that a film as well? It could be. It could be. If not, I am I am producing some corker titles here. There's a guy written there with with an unfinished screenplay that does not have a clue what he's going to call it. Ah, oh, thank you, Ben. And we will have a credit. Um, real life people. Real, no, real life person. Real and life it's all person. sort of hyphenated. It's a one word film. It's a one word. It's a one-word film. Oh, I see. So, real-life person. Um, if, uh, imagine, imaginary, real-life person. Nope. So it's one of the most successful films of all time. Titanic. Avatar. There you go. Good man. Ah. Tough. That's it's a tough one. If you'd not give me a clue, no, no idea, no idea. <laughs> I was nowhere near Avatar. Nowhere near Avatar. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, last one. Dave him. Dave him. Dave him. <laughs> ben her. There you go. Well oh, done. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'd go with that. I'd absolutely go with that. And that's right. the quiz. What a quiz. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. that was when they were great, they were great. Uh, and then when they weren't, whoa, they were infuriating. <laughs> okay. Our last feature, as always, is. What's my name? And for What's My Name Again, I've gone for a little bit. I've gone a bit classic. I've gone back to roots because we've we've kind of moved away from what's my name again a little bit. We've gone a bit kind of we found these 
great actors that have done amazing roles. And the whole point of What's My Name Again was always to find somebody who has just been making a bit of a name for themselves, has been a decent actor, but never had that one great role. So what we do is we usually look back through IMDb and we find somebody who had a role in our number one film wasn't named. It wasn't a named role. So it was like policeman number two or, or ambulance driver or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the film I've gone for is Insomnia because that was the number one film that I had Robin Williams in. And right. the person I've gone for is actually the very last person on the list of the all cast section, which is kind of why I picked him as well. And okay. I've gone for Dean Ray. D. Ray. D. Ray. And he plays Ticket Taker. Wow. Very simple role. I love that as a script. You want you to play, play Ticket Taker. That's on his CV. That's solid work. Ticket Taker. Dean Ray. D-E-A-N-W-R-A-Y. Dean got Ray. Got and, and again, it's not someone where you look at it and go, oh, I know him from X, Y, or Z. Because he's just... He's a guy who's clearly just making a little, had a proper little career for himself. So he's been in films like Horns. Do you remember Horns? I could, could have been in our list. He's a guy who's making films now kind of against type. He's not a wizard, it's against type. It's true. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but he's someone who's just, he's just got a proper little career for himself. Played Roy Harrison down here. Life on the Line, The Confirmation, Horns, all sorts of different things like that. So he's just kind of, I just wanted to highlight an actor who didn't get a name in Insomnia, who's just been kind of plugging away with a with a career. So that's Dean Ray. So fair play, yeah. He's he's done a one? he's been in a movie or a TV show pretty much every year since 1994. That's I pretty just, impressive. Because there's there's something about there's a I mean he was he was in a few seasons of X Files as well to be fair from ninety five to ninety eight so he's someone who's got mm. himself a recurring recurring in that I just like there's there are people there are actors out there who have made a proper career of being an actor without mm. ever being famous and it's, they're like they're the, the that's what made me think about this is they're the kind of like they're the forgotten ones and I quite like using yeah. what's my name again to sometimes highlight those people so. Next time you're watching Insomnia, like we always say, next time you're watching Insomnia and there is a guy taking a ticket. I've not seen Insomnia for a little while. I don't know what context Dean Ray takes a ticket. I don't, don't know. I don't remember <laughs> there being a show. There's definitely a, there's definitely, I think there's like a tram, one of those. It's not a tram. What do you call those cars that go up mountains? Like those monorail. Rail. It's not like a monorail, but it's like suspended in the air. Tram? Yes, yeah. an air tram. Um, air tram. They're going up. I, don't know what, I genuinely don't know what they're called, but there's. I think I think there's a scene on one of those in Insomnia, so he must take the ticket for that and do a wow. great, great job of it too. Um, he was in Smallville as Hiram Kent, so you know, and it always makes me. It's, it's all. I think it's always really bizarre for actors like this as well that they've got like legitimate roles in other films and then every now and again do these really random cameos mm. it's like they've yeah. got literally named roles in other movies and named like they, they play proper characters and then every now and again they'll just be oh i'm just gonna do a day on insomnia and be a ticket taker it's just yeah. weird, but i guess that's just part of an actor's career so yeah so there you go next Good time show. you're watching insomnia and it's being taken i want you to just say to the person with you that's Dean Ray, that best known for playing Stan the Barfly in Horns. <laughs> Again, if you get these opportunities, can you let me know? Like, if you do, like, just uh, that. No, oh, I forgot the name of the podcast. That movie list podcast. <laughs> I do about twelve. That movie list podcast on Twitter, Facebook. Just let me know. Just go. I got to. I got to do that because we do. We do. What's my name again? Every single day, all day, every day, not all day, every episode. I've started rambling before the plugs. You have. You have, and you're doing it all on your own this week. This is nice. Yeah, there's, there's nothing to do with you at all. You're just watching me bewildered. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think we should just move swiftly on to the plugs then. Um, oh, please do. Pretty much plugged everything I need to plug. Like I've told you twice already, that movie list podcast at social media um, to get involved in the conversation, to tell us whether, you're, whether you agree with our list, disagree with the list, whether there's someone we've clearly missed. Um 
Also, if you are found us because you've searched for typecast actors and that's something you're really interested in, or for looking at any of the other lists from movie deaths to toys that should have Lego franchises, um, then subscribe, get involved, hit follow if it's on Spotify, subscribe if you're on any other podcast device. And if you are rating and reviewing, give us five stars. There we go. Wow. We've come up with two lists. Don't be surprised if one of those two lists we've already come up with ends up being the next episode. Yeah, we struggle with content, so yeah. <laughs> There's a decent chance. We will see you all in two weeks' time. Say bye, Dave. Goodbye. ready for this should we do it we're ready <clears throat> you and joe do exactly the same thing <laughs> do we? you do a little you do a little cough just beforehand and a little smile like ah dickhead <laughs> we just clear our throats yeah that's all you're doing you know where the mute button is right oh yeah